couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Look, I need space. I, I need to get away. Oh, okay. From you. Look, Craig, I love you. But ever since my dad's wedding, it's just been me worrying. Me watching for signs, watching what I say. Why won't you just believe me? I'm better now. I'm okay. I am. Email me, okay? I'll see you in September. It's uh, Friday night, and we are live recording some Narbos and Broomheads, and almost all of us are here, so let's get started. I am Alan, and I am going to be hosting this episode as we talk about uh, Kevin Smith, and uh, we're probably going to get mad. The episode is Going Down the Road Part 1. It is the two-part season finale of Season 4 of Degrassi, The Next Generation, and we are live tonight with a uh, small audience out there. So thank you to everybody who is going to be joining us, and uh, we will be going through the chat over the course of the show. Anyways, let's uh, go around the horn and uh, see who is out there. Let's head out all the way out east, and uh, I'll let the two of you fight over who gets to talk. <laughs> ah. Who's closer? Who's more eastern right now? Barry, you'd, are you? You'd definitely be more eastern now. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. I'm right next to the old Cape Spear. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm Ted. Hello, hello, hello. These episodes, I thought Linda had an accident in the house earlier, but it just turns out it's these episodes. Hey! <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's that's my life. Uh, let's go uh, the second most Eastern person. That would be me, and I'm not yeah, in Portugal Cove tonight. I am in the beautiful town of Lords Cove, Newfoundland, and the Buren Peninsula. I'm in my mother-in-law's basement doing this tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I just could I couldn't I couldn't miss talking about the the quality of these episodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And so there we go. Let's fire it off. Well, I guess well, I guess we'll go all the way west. It's me. It's Arlo coming to you from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada, where we got a huge snow dump over the last couple of days, and it's just depressing because it's the middle of April. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's that's somewhat normal right yeah i would it, it's it's somewhat normal but it's it, it it's shocking and depressing every year <laughs> <laughs> as you remember uh-huh uh-huh that's uh great i mean we grew up in winnipeg and uh yeah, i mean it's like it's kind of like getting your period it's like exactly that's you know exactly how i feel month, but yeah. you're still like surprised and upset every, every single month uh, when I, I was in Winnipeg last week and I flew back to Toronto on Sunday and was told by numerous people, like, you're escaping just in time. And I was like, I feel like that all the time when I leave Winnipeg. And they're like, no, 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 the blizzard. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that too. So, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, but there were Winnipeg got hit, but not nearly as hard, I believe, as Regina or parts south. And so... On the internet, I felt that people in Winnipeg were mad about this. 
Yay! How much snow did, how much snow did you have? Out of curiosity. Courtney. Uh, Courtney. Sorry, what? How much snow did you have after? Like, what, what was uh, like a couple feet. A couple feet? Jeez. Yeah. Significant. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, I, I wouldn't call it a blizzard though here. Like, in other parts of the province, it was like really bad. Like, they had power knocked out and you know, like crazy winds and stuff like that. Like for us, it was just like a lot of snow over a short period of time. We didn't really have like the full blizzard experience. Well, we're going to give you all the full shit blizzard experience because we're going to talk about going down the road. <laughs> part one. Huh? <laughs> See what I did there? I didn't hate part one as much as I thought I would. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not going to get into part two yet, but I, I, I think that part one has some redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. But I am going to get mad right off the hop about the title of it <laughs> because I hate it when they do the AKA. Yes. And this one is going down the road, AKA all cried out, and it just bothers me. And I think they should just pick a lane and stick with it. They were probably just fighting over it, right? They're like, well, going down the road is. I mean, it's a song, right? I think it's a song from the 70s. Mm, mm, it's a movie from uh-huh. the 70s. Yeah. And then Bruce Coburn wrote some songs for that movie. Called One of them was called Going Down the Road. But he refused to release it commercially because he felt that they represented the experiences of the movie's characters and not his own experiences. Sure. Cool. So is it a song? That's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a song, but... So then they were like, well, we need something that's a little bit more well-known, so let's go with All Cried Out, uh, which is by one of the dumbest band names in the world, Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... I believe this is the song with the line, like, apology not accepted. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's like a slow 80s jam by a generic garbage band. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I think of it. Maybe, you, maybe for all you Lisa and Lisa and Cult Jam lovers out there, my apologies. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, yeah. If I've offended anybody in the chat, it reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100. So some people liked it at uh, one point in time, but uh, not me. So there have you go. any of you seen the movie Going Down the Road? I have not. Nope. No. I also have not seen it, but apparently it is one of the. It's known as one of the best and most influential Canadian films of all time. Wow, I'm and a I'm bad. Like, okay, I'm a bad Great. Canadian. It's- well, it's about a couple of guys who are from the Maritimes, and they, specifically Cape Breton, I guess, and they they drive across the country to Toronto in search of greener pastures, in search of work, or whatnot. And apparently, it's very indicative of the time in terms of what was happening in Canada at that time. So it sounds actually really interesting. Like I, I actually, in the back of my mind, was like, I should watch Going Down the Road before we walk get to the end of the season and then i failed to do that (laughs) (laughs) sorry everybody (laughs) because of this podcast going down the road means rick's penis rolling down that's what it means (laughs) (laughs) uh Uh, so Mm -hmm. normally courtney would be responsible for monitoring the chat and bringing up comments and uh she uh, is not here yet. Maybe, maybe Courtney can just join the chat and uh, go from there. But we're uh, we'll wait for her to sign in. In the meantime, yes, Rebecca, we can see your comment uh, and uh, see a number of you out there. So we will try collectively to keep up on the chat comments as we go through it. But going down the road, part one is the twenty-first episode of season four of Degrassi: The Next Generation, aired on February seventh, two thousand and five, in Canada and August 19th, 2005 in the United States, written by A.A. Ron Martin, but let's be honest, written by Kevin Smith. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And directed by Graham Campbell. We've got uh, Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Mewes and other uh, Kevin Smith kind of Askewniverse characters making cameos in this episode, right? There's a couple in, in this one, yeah. Yeah. This was also known as uh, Jay and Silent Bob Go Degrassi, I believe. And uh, 
not only was it on the season four DVDs, but they actually released uh, just like one DVD with these episodes on it as uh, something you could pay for with your own money. So I uh, read a review on IMDb and uh, this guy was particularly upset <laughs> because he had found it in a discount bin and was like, awesome, it's a Jay and Silent Bob movie that I've never heard of. <laughs> he purchased it and was dismayed to find that it was a sack of shit and was just a couple of episodes of Degrassi and not actually a Jay and Silent Bob movie. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> so, you know, like... It, uh, I enjoyed his re- his review greatly. <laughs> I mean, we we already we discussed this in the last episode when Kevin Smith first made his appearance. That I think one of the problems with these episodes is that it's Kevin Smith shooting a Kevin Smith movie, but it's not a Kevin Smith movie because he can't cuss, and they're relatively tame with the jokes, though still I think crosses many lines. So, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heather Miner says he was Degrassi catfished. So, <laughs> uh, uh, should we just get into it? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Uh, so we start off our episode with a scene from Jan Silent Bob Go Canadian, a eh? which is still a dumb title. Uh, Alanis Morissette is playing the role of the principal. She's wearing a lumberjack coat, a leaf jersey, a fur hat, and the office is stuffed with uh, moose heads. Uh, because, again, we have to have these Canadian tropes in the movie, which I guess non-Canadians find funny, but we as Canadians are like, <laughs> uh-huh. Like, where's yeah, the if hockey? You, if you could answer me that question, who is this for? Like... <laughs> <laughs> this whole opening, like, what is this? What I I understand it's a movie, and but I don't know. Would like, any Canadians in the chat or in uh, <laughs> recording here with me uh, pay money to see this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I would. Would you watch it for no, free? Four it, Canadians. It's four <laughs> Americans. Clearly. Would you watch it for free if it was on television? Would you spend the time <laughs> watching it? Because so far the answer is no. Uh, people are in the audience looking at each other go oh they do say a boot a lot those canadians <laughs> those crazy canucks uh so, so, abby in abby in the live chat is from the uh, from michigan so i wonder is this what you think of canadians abby i, I just had a curiosity <laughs> yeah is it yeah <laughs> uh so alanis is giving jay and silent bob uh shit for wanting to use the canadian school system she's like you ought to know you can't do this. Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Yes, she also uh, drops Mr. Wallfish's name. She calls them potty mouth mole rats. And then she hits Jay with a hockey stick and says, there is to be no cussing out of them. Uh, and then Kevin Smith thankfully cuts the scene. And then they talk about hiding out from four more years of uh, Bush. So this was... Of course, in, uh, what, 2005, we said? So we are just about to start... In fact, we have just started the second term of George W. Bush in the United States, who, for eight years, held the title of worst president ever. (laughs) Only got better. Uh Uh-huh. I thought the hockey stick was maybe part of a pun, because he was about to say hell. And as we all know, um, sometimes people say H-E double hockey sticks instead of saying hell. Uh-huh. I, that's, I don't know. that's clever though, Arlo. Like I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I that's how I took it, but maybe not. And yes, she does drop <laughs> Eve's troughs. So for anyone who <laughs> isn't Canadian and Eve's trough, I believe Americans call them gutters. Um, they're <laughs> gutters on a house. Oh yeah. Never Rain thought goes. about that. Yeah. So Jay, this is Jay Muse, not Jay the Skeet, uh, says that. <laughs> Uh, he's there for Ashley, and this is the first of many times over the course of the for uh, these two episodes where he is going to hit on high school girls, and this is funny, apparently. Yep. And I checked. Jason Muse at this point is probably around 31 years of age. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So the idea here is that they've hired a whole bunch of underage students uh, for the movie, and now these girls are doing the movie and being hit on by the older male actors. And that's a joke. Apparently. Uh-huh. An well, and joke. no one 
cast in this movie seems particularly excited to be in this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Ellie is basically cast as one of the lead characters and she seems completely nonplussed to be there. <laughs> just this is normal. So Kevin uh or sorry, uh, Alanis takes Jay away and says they're going to go make out in the trailer. And <laughs> Kevin Smith then sees Craig and asks why he isn't away writing music because, again, um, Craig and Ashley are going to be writing a song for this movie that was established in the last episode. Um, Kevin Smith hearing nothing of Craig's music, but um, Craig's stepmom or pseudo stepmom saying, yeah, he's a musician, was like, you can write for this movie a song. So that's what's happening here. Uh, Craig says Ashley dragged him away and she's headed to London the next day and Craig is still pouting because Ashley is leaving for the summer and then the show opens. Uh, so again, uh, another, I mean, we talked about this in the last episode, this, all this stuff with Kevin Smith, there's still no discussion of who Kevin Smith is. So again, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, this works. If you don't know who Kevin Smith is, and I've spoken to people since we did the last episode, um, who don't know who Kevin Smith is, you'd be like, who the fuck is Kevin Smith? So, yes. Uh, he is doing an interview with Caitlin because, again, Caitlin is obsessed with Degrassi and obsessed with this movie. And uh, he's talking about why he's shooting a movie in Canada. He talks about why he loves movies. Uh, she wants to talk about the movie, but he starts to recite the sign-off from Caitlin's old television show, and she's like, go. How do you know it? And I wrote, this is the most boring interview ever. <laughs> and I always notice with Caitlin's interviews, they're shot in a really strange way. Like they make sense from a tele- like a television show standpoint, but they don't make sense from an interview standpoint at all. They always have her like walking forward mm-hmm. with the person towards the camera. And like when you're actually interviewing someone, you don't, you're not always moving that way. It's very strange, and they always do it with Caitlin. So he actually pulls out the DVDs of her dumb show, which he's brought to Canada with him, which... <laughs> creepy? Well, he, he yes. thought it says it was creepy, so... Yeah. Uh, oh, so I, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> she mentions that he's actually... Or he's using actual students for the movie. She asks why Jay and Silent Bob are going Canadian, A, and he talks about all of the alluring women of Canada, and he's clearly hitting on her. Uh, and uh, then again, I noted, Kevin Smith wrote these episodes so that he could flirt with Stacey Mistison. And uh, that's gross. Uh, I see in the oh. chat, by the way, a photo of Kevin Smith being interviewed in the weird way. <laughs> uh, at catering, Liberty is piling her plate with pickles. I don't know if this is foreshadowing for the next season. We'll see. Uh, Ashley and Craig are also there. And then we see that the catering, because there are only two restaurants in town, uh, Degrassi has chosen the dot to cater. Yeah. Like, we yes, have the dot guys. which employs its expelled students. <laughs> Gone with this one. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we have the greatest leek soup in uh, all of Toronto. So, Spinner and Jay... Well, we had to get that ding-dong chicken. <laughs> oh, you're making me hungry. <laughs> so, yeah, Spinner and Jay are working it, and Craig is not impressed and says he'd rather eat his own liver than take food from them. He gets very angry, and Ashley wonders if he took his pills... And Craig says, don't ask me here, it's embarrassing. And she says what he just did in terms of confronting Craig in the skeet, or uh, sorry, Spinner in the skeet, was also embarrassing. So there you go. Uh, we just go to- a side note, it's like every time someone gets angry, if you know that they're on like antidepressants or something like that, mm-hmm. it's like poor form to constantly be... <laughs> like, did you take your medication? It's like asking someone if they're like on their period when they get upset like it's it's kind of poor form uh is somebody else out there nope nobody oh hello <laughs> hey how's it going do you have Sorry. The, do you have the new skype uh, yeah i had to fix everything holy i'm i don't know what happened i was on my period 
<laughs> See, told you. Uh, uh, do you want to ask? Do, you got to ask. Do you want to do a quick intro for the listeners and for the people listening live? Oh, hello! I'm your technologically challenged podcaster, Courtney. <laughs> Hi, Courtney. And also, Hi. I believe Courtney, you were the winner of a certain pool. Oh yes! Congrats. Yes, I won really great things, like, uh, uh, nothing. I got COVID. Uh-huh. So Woo-hoo! you're the first one of our podcast. And the, and the only one so far, right? Yeah, so far. Woo! Sweet! Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to go for it. Next week, I'm going to a Sloan concert, and so I figure that that's the time. <laughs> oh, My Sloan's going to give you yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're playing Navy Blues cover to cover and giving everyone COVID. Come join Ew. us. So. Um, also, Courtney is usually the designated uh, chat watcher. So, uh, yes. All right. That's give me another half an hour and I'll get that fucking sorted out. <laughs> 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 all right. So uh, we're just getting started with this episode. We're going into another movie scene. In this movie scene, Manny reminds Jay that she is way younger than he is. And says that Star Wars was on video for 10 years when she was born. And then he talks about marrying her, which is, again, great. And then Kevin Smith and Ellie in some sort of goth outfit walk with them as well. So, I don't know. The scene ends. Ellie tells Craig that they wanted a real goth from 1988. I mean, she looks like fucking Elvira with a wig, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she says he's just trying to get uh, Morrissey here to crack a smile. So again, that's it's Kevin Smith line, everybody. Anytime yep. there's a reference to bands, particularly if they're not completely mainstream, it is Kevin Smith who wrote that line. Uh, Craig is still pouting about Ashley. She says he's that she's going to meet a cooler guy in England, which I believe is likely, and <laughs> she'll never come back. So. Literally anybody she could meet. Yeah, she's <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith is uh, noticing all the angst and says he's glad he's not a teenager anymore. He's just hanging out with them. And now Jay hits on Ellie. And again, this is supposed to be funny. Craig's uh, uh, Kevin Smith's advice for Craig is to find an excuse to go to London as well. And then he walks away and he gives Jay shit for hitting on teenage girls and then I wrote in an episode that Kevin Smith wrote. So he also said to Jay, it was funny the first time. That's like, well, no, it was not funny. <laughs> the first time. It was inappropriate the whole time. Uh, yes. And this is, and this is the end of the jokes where they, where Jay hits on underage students, right? This is the end, right? Uh-huh. So, and Kevin Smith hired him to do the music. So is he just going to find somebody else now? Or is he going to expect him to do that while in London? Like he doesn't seem too concerned about the music for his film. I don't know if he's doing all the music or if he's just supposed to write one song. I'm not... They oh, never okay. really clarified what the arrangement was, right? Yeah, like, that's how movies were. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we're going to have songs by The Time and Prince and Bon Jovi and Morrissey mm-hmm. and Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite. <laughs> yep. Yes, First please. of all, shout out to uh, Folly T., who has COVID now as well. Oh, damn. Ooh. Oh, no. I mean, really, uh, Folly T's been on enough that he is the second member of the podcast crew. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Should be on we'll give him now. the silver medal. <laughs> uh, he said he tested positive the night he watched these dog shit episodes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what was worse, Tim? The episodes of COVID. <laughs> <For> COVID. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Tough one. Um, and and Caroline uh, provided a fun fact that Elvira went to her high school. Oh damn! Whoa! Amazing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Craig is now looking at music school in London online, and Caitlin walks in and is like, "Yeah, summer in London would be great for you." Uh, Caitlin is then watching her interview with her boss Tomas, and. Tom- uh, Tomas is not into this thing that she's recorded. He wants more gossip. He wants it to be more dishy. I don't know when this ever happened. Like, there's never been this conflict between Caitlin and her producer, but now all of a sudden there's this large conflict, right? Well, and I thought she was, like, going to Africa with Marco. You know, like, what's... 
suddenly she can't do the kind of reporting that she wants to do. I don't, like, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Was she sending? Was was she going with Marco, or was he just going? I, yeah, I think she made the arrangements for him to go, if I'm not mistaken. Because she had already, she had the connections from when she went before, I think. Whatever it is, I mean, you cured age. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) my name is Caitlin. I'm here to cure it. I mean, honestly, um, if she was supposed to go and then they just forgot about it, would we be surprised? So, Uh, so Caitlin gets a call on her cell, and then we have Joey bragging about two SUVs that he just sold. Caitlin says, "Good for you, Joey. Bad for global warming." So, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Then she says, uh, yeah, then she says that a broadcaster in L.A. she's found out wants to revive Ryan's planet. And Joey, uh, I think Joey misinterprets this and and is, you know, wondering, like, is it from here or whatever? But ultimately, she tells Joey that she's turned down the opportunity so that she can stay with Joey and the family. And Joey's like, cool. So Joey, who again, what an otter being asked, he said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Joey again. So what was it? At the end of the last season, Joey was like, follow your dreams. We'll be here for you. Don't give them up for us. And I guess maybe because she's been living with him. I don't know. But a year later, he's like, yeah, fuck your dreams. Like, well, I'm just, give them up. This whole thing. I'm just like this shit with these two again. Like, didn't we do this? A couple seasons ago where she was going to get on a plane and then she was like, I'm not going to go. And then she went or whatever. And then, like, school's out. She's like, I'm going to go to school, but I'm going to be with Joey and, like, again with you people? Like, (laughs) figure this shit out. I don't understand. And it's always Caitlyn. It's always Caitlyn having to give her dream or something. Why? And the other thing about this scene is that my husband pointed out that Caitlyn doesn't know how to use a salad spinner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's struggling because if you with it, spin the salad and all the water flies off into the outside of the bowl you can't just take the whole thing and then dump it into another bowl because all the water that you just <laughs> off your lettuce is going to go into the bowl with the lettuce it goes into the goofs on IMDB <laughs> <laughs> I have never owned a salad spinner I, I, I never have either think but- they're Kind of stupid. Hot take. <laughs> hot take alert. Wow. What do the people well, in the chat? Anybody out there? Yeah. What do you think about warning. salad spinners? Tell us, please. <laughs> yeah. uh, I use one frequently for the record. But... Did oh. you? I do. Uh, it's a, a good clean salad. You own one? I do. Can I come over sometime? Use yeah. <laughs> yeah. anytime you want. I got all this, I got all this dirty over. salad over well, here. Ted, keep in mind that you can't just dump the whole thing out into a bowl <laughs> afterwards. You have Lesson to learn. That is out of it. So, Caitlin says that Craig is in the garage and wants to ask Joey a favor, and that Joey should be open to it. So they go to see Craig, and both Craig and Caitlin are basically pitching to Joey that he should go to London. Joey is not into it. He says Craig's been out of the hospital for six months and he's not comfortable with him being away. Craig says England probably wouldn't let a psychopath like me in anyways. And he storms out. Um, England has let let plenty of psychopaths in. So you would be fine. Um, So now we have back at school Paige doing a scene with Ellie and Jay where she tells him to kiss her ass. Uh, Jay says that there are places where even he wouldn't put his mouth. And Kevin Smith cuts the scene. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin Smith cuts the scene and does not seem to be into Paige's performance. And I believe that's the only Paige uh, uh, scene in this uh, whole two-part episode. Paige is the only person happy to have this movie at the grassy. <laughs> yes. Nobody else, like, like, nobody else is into it. She's the only one who's like, yes, Mr. Smith. Everybody is like, uh, whatever. Uh, so Caitlin shows up to the school again and she says, uh, Kevin Smith says she may need to be in the movie. Jay walks by and says that Caitlin can't get more lines than he does. Uh, Kevin Smith says it's not called Caitlin and Silent Bob. And Jay says that's the movie he wants to make the X-rated version. So 
Uh, Caitlin talks about how she got a call from L.A. and thanks him for sending it up. So, again, it's now canon. Kevin Smith came to Canada and is trying to help Caitlin revive her show in Los Angeles. And that's forever a story in the Degrassi universe. And it's not the worst one uh, (laughs) involving him. Uh, So then she says that she said no. And he's like, you can't say no. It's beneath you to do local TV talking to D-grade celebrities. And I wrote, why does he care? <laughs> yeah, there's a, a lot of weird boy. caring in this episode. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't get any of this. Other than he's obsessed with her, which is not necessarily charming. No, and it's kind of weird unless you actually know the outside, like the story of, of his love for Degrassi and his obsession with Caitlyn. Like... If you didn't know that, this is even more crazy. Well, it's not like they're doing local TV in, like, Regina. It's local TV in Toronto. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh, damn. Shots fired. I'm just saying. Is there any indication that Kevin is aware that Caitlin's dating Joey at this point? That hasn't been talked about, has it? I mean, she introduced Craig as, like, her son or stepson or whatever. So. Yeah. So she's dating somebody. I mean, okay, so again, we're supposed to believe Kevin Smith and Caitlin didn't know each other personally. Kevin Smith is in Los Angeles. He's obsessed with Ryan's World, which I guess is the greatest show on earth. And then he comes up to Canada because he wants to shoot this movie. But he really wanted to come up to Canada so that he could meet Caitlin and then encourage her to move to L.A.? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Yeah, exactly. No idea comes out of nowhere that's great uh craig goes back to the station or sorry caitlin goes back to the station and tomas says that she's been locked out of the editing process uh so he is done with this shitty interview he's taking it over he says uh the interview sucks and he's not hearing anything about benifer (laughs) and again where tom tomas got so shallow we haven't really established this until this moment caitlin says Everything she hands in to him gets changed. And she says, uh, or Tomas says, this isn't Ryan's planet. And then Caitlin quits her job. So her job that, again, we've we've never gotten any inkling that she's been dissatisfied, right? There's no conversation in the last five or six episodes. It's like, I'm really not liking the direction of work. My work always gets changed. I don't like what they're having me do. Like, she's always seems to have been content there, right? Yes. Yeah. And now she's just, I quit. Period. Now, well, and Tomas does say that what she's supposed to be covering is local heroes, which is interesting because Kevin Smith is not local. <laughs> so maybe what? Tomas is an idiot too. <laughs> Probably. I'd argue Kevin Smith also not a hero. <laughs> uh, not I mean, he did create a lot of jobs for <laughs> community, apparently. Yes, Doug Ford would love him. He's a job maker. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh so sexy boy. Uh Craig is now playing a tune for Drake and uh Drake says that he's got lyrics for it. Here are Drake's lyrics. <laughs> Again, Drake said this everybody. Ashley, please don't go. Don't leave me. Don't fall in love with an ugly limey. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-huh. Drizzy. Drizzy slaying. Yeah. Um, please, I don't, I mean, I'm assuming that this is, uh, 2022. I believe at this time it's still allowed to use the term limey. My friend Stu, who's from the UK, uses it on himself all the time. But if it is not, please don't cancel me 10 years from now. Um, also it's Drake that said it. I'm just reading his line. Uh, Joey comes into the cafeteria and gives Craig some plane tickets. So he's like, you are going to London. And here are the conditions, and Craig is very excited. So uh, there you go. Craig is going to get to go over to uh, London. Very exciting, right? Mm-hmm. What <laughs> bad, like what dumb adult he's surrounded with giving him terrible <laughs> advice. <laughs> well, Joey's like a kid who dresses up in like his dad's clothes and then comes out and goes, hey, I'm, I'm a daddy now. Because <laughs> <laughs> he makes about as much sense. I mean, the other thing is here, we, we, we don't have a conversation like, where are you going to stay, Craig? Uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. Right? 
<laughs> like, okay, yeah, here's the plan. You... Some schoolie's going to at a dorm or something, didn't he? Maybe. I guess so. Oh. You're going over to London, and you're going to land, and it will all take care of itself, as it always does. Yeah. So, and, and, and Joey, by the way, whose business failed to the point where he was going to lose his house, now just buy plane tickets, no problem. Well, those, get overseas. Well, he he sold those that pair of SUVs. Yeah, and there you go. You got to spend it before it burns a hole in his pocket. Uh huh. The wife bought one, <laughs> or the husband bought one for the wife. Yeah. Can there you, you go. Believe? Thank oh, you, 1950s. <laughs> sort of a, a, a tangent. I, I went to um, England, I don't know, a long time ago. And I got trapped at the airport because I didn't know the exact address of where I was going. I knew, like, I, I was getting picked up by my friend. And they wouldn't let me leave the airport. I had to sit there for hours until uh, they could verify that I wasn't some crazy person just trying <laughs> to, I don't know. So, so Craig goes over and they're like, where are you staying? And he's like, with Ashley, she's yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, all right. You're all right, bro. Keep moving. <laughs> all right, all right. What's <laughs> <laughs> all this then? Are you yeah. the guy from Mary Poppins right now? Carry on. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm slipping in and out. <laughs> Sleep. Good job, Dick Van Dyke. Um, thank you. Oh, oh, thank you, Governor. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> so Ashley is loading up her car with luggage to head to the airport. Craig shows up and he's like, surprise, I'm coming the next day. And I think very predictably, Ashley is not impressed. <laughs> She's like, you can't. Craig, you're a stupid. <laughs> you can't just come to England. And she asks him again if he's off of his meds. And she says that she needs space and needs to get away specifically from him. She says since her dad's wedding, she's just been worried about him. And then she says, email me and I'll see you in September. And she leaves. So Bye. <laughs> Peace. None, of her, none mm-hmm. of her family around to see her off. She just blowed up the car by herself. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No Kobe, no mom. Nope. Not getting dropped off, getting a cab to the airport. Nope. No Jeff. No Jeff. You know Jeff would be sent to drop her off. (laughs) Jeff's good like that. I wish I could see Jeff again. Yeah, and so that's it. Ashley is gone. So then we are... That was a pretty... It was a pretty cold kiss-off, too. Yeah, (laughs) right? I need to get away from you, Craig. You're the problem. (laughs) Well, just, like, email me, okay? I'll see you in September. And like it's not it's not like inconceivable that uh she would be worried and tired and, and overwhelmed by the situation. But again, this is the first time it's come out of her mouth. There's been no hints of it, right? They they had the wedding, it was a it was a fiasco, and then she's cool with him for all the other episodes until now. Yep. Maybe she was on a period. <laughs> <laughs> he should have asked. One. He should have asked. Okay, speaking of England, I just have to say this. I live in a fucking condo. My neighbor, and this is not the first time that he's done this, is like hollering singing at the top of his lungs, singing uh, Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Yes! So. I like the sound of that guy. Uh-huh. So just wanted to say, he was like, England, you say? <laughs> right, no. Don't look back at anger. <laughs> yes. Beep, beep. <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jerry. I'm all over the map. Yeah. So we've seen people in this series having to act drunk and not doing a great job at it. And we are going to add to that list at this bar scene that comes up next because Caitlin is supposedly drunk. Uh, sitting there at the bar with Kevin Smith about uh, complaining about Tomas. Not with Joey. Uh, like, it's not like Kevin Smith was there when the situation happened or she heard about it at school. She was at her work, quit, left, and found Kevin Smith to Called talk about Kevin it. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As one does. Uh, she's really pissed off, and Kevin Smith is into this because... He hasn't seen Caitlyn this, I guess, fiery since her DVDs, which, like, makes me want to watch them less. 
<laughs> so then she hits on him. Uh, she asks flat out if he's gay. She says he comes off as a little bit gay. He says he's into chicks. And uh, they talk about why he isn't married. And then I wrote in parentheses, he's married. So, so in real life. here. In- y- yes. In, in real life, uh, Kevin Smith is married. In the Degrassi universe, again, we're supposed to assume that this is Kevin Smith from Hollywood with no facts or information about him whatsoever given in the show. Because everybody knows who Kevin Smith is. But we want to change one detail. Make him not married. Why? So he can fuck Caitlin. <laughs> it's so creepy. Uh-huh. Yep. I here's the thing. It's weird and creepy when you know all the background of it. But in the scene itself, I will say I was surprised by how appealing Kevin Smith came across in the scene. Like if you take take the part about, you know, his previous crush on Stacy Mystician and had being written in and all that stuff like that. Like, that's cringy and that's gross. But, like, his actual, like, Kevin Smith, the character, in this episode, I actually found to be fairly appealing. Oh, wow. I did. I I think it's a testament to his charisma. Like, there's a reason why, you know, he's like, I wish I was Caitlyn. I want to be Caitlyn in this scene. Yep. Hands (laughs) off him, ladies. Arlo's got got him uh, (laughs) called. (laughs) <laughs> i right. didn't say romantically appealing i just said appealing i mean okay so mm-hmm. I, I mean i've complained a lot about kevin smith and i think we all have but like i'm a kevin smith fan okay i, I was just gonna ask like i actually like, i love kevin smith and i love all of his movies and and yes he is charismatic and tells good stories he um, i've watched dvds of him talking for like four hours and i went to a couple of uh, you know, when he used to just tour around and talk in front of a crowd for like five hours at a time and, uh, totally into five that hours. He's, he's done longer than that. He's, uh, he's done very long Q and a sessions in the past. Uh, so yeah, yeah, but, and, um, and they're good. Like I, yeah. So I am a fan. I'm just not a fan of this. No, this uh, is- in the chat, uh, Heather has suggested that he has BDE. <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's big dick energy. <laughs> uh, Tim Timmy says Jay and Silent Bob go Regina. Right, yeah. Arlo? Huh? Huh? Uh, he also says that he missed going out on New Year's because he uh, they started watching Kevin Smith's Prince story. Uh, Kevin Smith in his very first uh, you know evening with Kevin Smith DVD. Uh, t- told a very long story that took about a half an hour about when he went to meet Prince and uh, he was trying to get a song for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Prince had seen some of his movies or at least had heard about them and wanted Kevin Smith to direct a music video or not a music video. Ke- uh, it was Prince debuting a new song to an audience and then doing a Q&A about it and he wanted Kevin Smith to film it. And there's a lot of talk about, and it's, you know, it centers around Prince's quirkiness and how he's hard to deal with, etc. To the point where Kevin Smith, after Prince died, kind of said he regretted telling the story because it sounds like a bitch session about Prince. But uh, ultimately, when the thing was done, one of Prince's, uh, one of Prince's, you know, people just said to Kevin Smith, yeah, that's just going to go in the vault. Like, (laughs) Prince makes a lot of music and a lot of videos that no one ever sees. It just goes in the vault. So, yeah. So there you go. That's the Kevin Smith Prince story, I think, in a nutshell. Timmy, if I miss something, please tell us. Uh, Ultimately, back to this scene in the most realistic part, uh, they end up in a smooch fest at the the bar counter. Mm, Sucking face. Yeah. And then she freaks out and she leaves. So Kevin Smith getting what he wants. What? There was a line, too, where she said, I can't remember what it was, but she said, oh, I can't. And I was hitting on you or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, she admits to hitting on him. Yeah, this yeah. this is such a fantasy because right before she makes out with him, he's talking like nerdy film speak, talking about the iris, um, what is it, the iris uh, effect, and he's Charlie getting Chaplin. into it, and he, it's just you can see him pouring it out on the page, like I'm gonna get really technical and talk all this nerdy film talk, 
And then she, then Stacy Mystician is gonna kiss me. It's like, oh, come on, come on, guy. It's a bit much. Uh-huh. Well, hey, it worked. Works like a charm. <laughs> so I, I wrote that dialogue <laughs> like a charm. So we're back at Joey's place. Him and Craig are watching baseball, and Joey is wondering why Craig is being so quiet. And he asks if Ashley was happy about Craig coming to London, and Craig lies and says she was. And he's going to go to sleep. And then Caitlin comes home. <laughs> I can't, like, it's just hard to put the words, like, have them come out of my mouth. Uh, she jumps <laughs> Joey's bones and asks him to marry her. Classic. Drunk, propo- drunk proposes. Yeah. Yeah, this is very healthy. I, I noted. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I much think it's clear that. Everyone is having a mental health crisis. <laughs> mm-hmm. So not not Joey. He just told sold two SUVs. <laughs> so Joey pulls out a sixty five dollar <laughs> heart ring and is like, <laughs> "I still got it, baby." Yeah. When you threw it to me and said you're such a bastard, I kept it. So <laughs> that, that that would have been a great callback if you had done that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he asks if she's been drinking. She says, yes, but marry me. She wants to focus all her attention on him. And then I wrote, what? With 10 question marks. <laughs> 10. <laughs> yep. Not only is it like a drunk proposal, it's a guilt-based proposal, right? Yep. Absolutely. I just want to focus on you for the rest of my life. And it's like, ugh. Ew, clean. yeah. Stop. Relax. Like, don't you work? <laughs> Like, don't you have other friends and stuff? Like, you need to go out and experience stuff and come back, and then we can talk about it. But if we experience everything together, we literally have nothing to talk about. Not Joey. Joey's like, this is acceptable and normal. I'm totally into this. Are you drunk? Actually, don't care. (laughs) Yes, I'll marry you. My last wife died, and I don't give a damn. You were the one I always wanted. Uh, so we have Craig in the washroom upstairs. He's about to take uh, one of his pills, but then he doesn't. He dumps them all in the trash bin where they're easily discoverable. Like, the yeah. trash bin is not a void to nowhere. Uh, <laughs> Don't throw your pills in the garbage. That gets in the water source. That's how That's how the fish get all fucking crazy and shit. <laughs> I just think, like, someone's going to walk into that washroom and just see dumped pills. Um, hey, <laughs> Uh, so then, Craig... it'll be it'll be Kathleen. She'll show up. Nobody <laughs> oh, ever tried. Whatever. <laughs> Garbage pills. Toilet pills. <laughs> yum yum. Do you want to? Ooh. Anybody Isn't want it? to? She uh, flicks the used Q-tip off one of the pills. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> just wash that off a little bit. So Craig is loading up luggage in a cab as at least he's got Joey and Caitlin seeing him off. Though I thought, like, Joey has a car dealership and his own vehicle. Like, no one drives anybody to the airport. Right? No. Yeah. Not me. I don't. He's it, it a pain in the ass going to Harrison. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, right? Uh, so Craig gets into the cab and then when he's alone with the driver is like, we're not going to no airport. So. <laughs> Cab's like, okay. Whatever. Yeah, like you, to port yeah. to port hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Woohoo. I heard my real dad isn't dead, he's actually there playing with the headstones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike and the Drifters are opening. It's gonna be the greatest thing. <laughs> oh, don't tease me. <laughs> uh so We've got, uh, that's it, actually. Uh, Craig is going not to the airport, and we get the to be continued, and the show ends. So what's going to happen? Dun, dun, dun. can only get better from here. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not too much to this episode, right? No. No. Uh, no, like, I, it's almost like, they're like, okay, Kevin Smith and is going to be here, so we don't have to worry about making sense or <laughs> smart dialogue. Um, don't worry, though. It gets better in the next episode, everybody. <laughs> right? 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 Yeah. Of course. Um, I guess uh, before we sign off, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, the uh, there's not many comments on the Degrassi-pedia. 
Um, someone's confused about why Ashley didn't want Craig to come to London. I am not confused. Um, I, I know exactly why. Um, someone wrote Kevin Smith dot 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 GTFO, <laughs> uh, which I love. And uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we've got in the picture of this uh, entry on the Degrassipedia a picture of Jan Silent Bob looking confused. Which is not nearly as cool as the picture that we're going to have in the next in the next episode. So you'll have to flip to that page to see it. But it is amazing. So, anyways, uh, thoughts on this uh, episode? Anyone? Do you think Abby or uh, Ellie is super goth? Because when Kevin Smith started watching this show, like, because she was a bit more gothy back in the day at the first of uh, Next Generation. Do you think he was like, "Oh, bring that back. That's like hot." I, I don't know. could very well see it. Yes. Yeah. Because she's very much like not really gothy anymore, right? Like she's kind of, she yes. was wearing the all black and stuff, though her hair was never black, but she has certainly morphed into, like she's a card shark now. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Kevin Smith, you want to play some euchre? <laughs> <laughs> I just learned. Uh-huh. All the, uh, the Degrassi descriptions, episode descriptions should be like, end with, apparently... <laughs> like uh, Ellie's card shark, apparently. Yeah. Here's the new thing, which we forget about later on. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ellie was never really like goth, goth. Like, that was kind of Ashley's thing. Ellie was a little bit more sort of on the emo spectrum, sort of emo into pop punk. I think I asked you, okay, so in high school, I'm very curious. So, would you consider yourself emo in high school, Arlo, or goth or or you can break it down to percentages if you like i'm too old to em- for emo okay fair okay take it off the table like when the the whole emo craze stuff was happening i was like in my early 20s yeah so write that in the minutes no emo okay so we have uh pop punk is it um, i think it was uh, more grunge like when i was in high school i'm too old for that i started out as grunge in like early junior high and high school and then morphed into like a raver kid raver kid there you go yeah how gotcha. old are you barlow you're a time traveler <laughs> <I'm> 65 <laughs> why didn't you ask me if i was ever goth in high school ted do you not oh, care were you oh my god the the gothiest oh goth. Oh my goth! I wore the blackest oh. blackest sweatpants you could find. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. How did that? Yeah, that was your fucking uniform for your backyard wrestling shit that you did. Damn right. <laughs> That's all it was. Which I still want to hear about all about every detail one day. Oh, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring the compilation DVD whenever I come out to visit. So oh, don't you worry. Please, yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> any other thoughts on this one or do we just want to escape uh, while we still can and uh, move on <laughs> actually before we do so we were going to do this off the top but uh, uh, let's do it now at least for this episode uh, Barry you made a survey or a quiz or a poll did you not? yes I did why don't you tell so, us about it yeah so um, I just, we just, I, I think the last time we did a live uh, podcast, we were discussing uh, doing a poll of uh, different characters and, and, you know, like a, um, I guess a March Madness type of thing. And that kind of went nowhere, unfortunately. But uh, I came up with something here. So basically, us on this podcast, for the most part, we're, you know, we've been doing TNG for the last bit, but we are OG uh, lenient, I think is the best way to put it. We're, we're, we're bigger OG fans than we are uh, TNG fans. Is that a fair statement for all of us? Yes. Very fair, very fair. So what we decided to do is we put together a survey, and we had a bunch of different topics, and we had a a nomination from the OG side and a nomination from the TNG side. And uh, Alan put it up on a survey monkey type of thing. So if you want to go and have a look, uh, there's different categories you can vote on, things such as, I don't know, Poet Laureate is one, for example. (laughs) Uh Would you prefer prefer Chloe Tanner's Autumn Leaves or Ashley Kerwin's... uh, the plate of a Spanish Civil War uh, survivor. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so we got a bunch of different me. categories with T- TNG versus the OG uh, Degrassi. So you vote for your favorites. There's a couple of real heavyweights in there. I think Father of the Year is the one that I will spend a lot of time discussing. Man, 
You're going to spend a lot of time was... voting on, like, over and over again, because there's no... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, For Mike Nelson? Yeah. So it's Mike Nelson versus Mr. Del Rossi. Here's the spoiler. <laughs> man, oh, man. <laughs> if there's ever... Oh, if, if, no! Is ever the... the is it the... What is it, Ted? The immovable force versus the... Uh, yeah, uh, unstoppable, unstoppable uh, force Ooh. versus an immovable object. There you go. If there's ever, so, if there's ever one of those, if there's ever Hogan Andre WrestleMania three, it's that, it's that one right there. <laughs> Man. But uh, yeah, so we got, we got, it's been fun. Like I said, we have got ten different questions up there. You choose whether you prefer the the TNG uh, answer or the OG DeGrassi answer, and we'll uh, discuss in a future episode. I'm trying to post the link, and every time I try it, it's oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, third time's a charm, everybody. Here's the link I'm going to put up. See if it works for you. Yeah, I see and, that one. Yeah. And uh, go and answer it. And what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll give it a couple of weeks because we're not recording again for a couple of weeks. And we're going to post a second survey because we can only post 10 for free, 10 questions. So we'll do a second one in a week or so. And then uh, we'll take an episode and review the results because why not? <laughs> it fills an <laughs> episode. Oh, uh, Rebecca has already done the survey. Oh, well Ooh. done. And the link works. Hey, Perfect. Uh, we'll see if our listenership is uh, OG fans or TNG fans. I Well, it's morphing, I think. I don't know. I mean, we're certainly obviously more OG because that's all we did for, you know, the first year, year of the show. Um, and then it may have shifted a little bit, but I think it's shifting back because of the TikTok. Because... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, the TikTok is all OG stuff, and so when people are going in, I think that they're looking for OG, but who knows? Who knows? Anyways, if you want to find us on TikTok, search for Narbos and Broomheads there, at Narbos Podcast on Twitter, at Narbos Broomheads Podcast, sorry, Narbos and Broomheads Podcast on Instagram. Uh, my name's Alan, and on all the social medias, it's Slip with Five Eyes or Slip, and you can write us, Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com. If you want to uh, interact with us a little bit and we'll read your stuff on the show over to uh, Ted. Hey, hey, I'm Ted. Say why three on Instagram machine. Uh, let's roll that detached penis all the way down to a beautiful Lord's Cove, Newfoundland to Hi, my I'm buddy. Hi, I'm Barry. You can follow me at Barry Air Flit on Twitter. And Rebecca says she misses Wheels Ponytail. Stay tuned for the second uh, survey. You might see uh, a re reoccurrence of this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> could be back from the dead. Who knows? All right. We'll continue on west, and we'll shoot to Ottawa since they're here, since she's here now. Yes, I'm here. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, I agree. We haven't had enough random side characters lately, so I'm going to blame Ted. Come on, Ted. Get on that. Yeah. It's not me. They're just at my house. Like, it's COVID time. So, I mean, the, the Krogsy was here for a bit. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have COVID yet, so I'm just lucky because, you, you know, he's down practicing. And yeah. Was, hey, 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 hey. Like he was warming up for a show here in Torbay down to Liddy's, the oldest bar in Newfoundland, which is just down the hill for me. <laughs> that's all. That's all. And he didn't give me COVID. But, you know, I can't. It's COVID time. So it's different. I yeah, can't have as right. many guests. Yeah. OK, I get it. That makes sense. I, somebody also pointed out that the closed captioning has just started on the, like on our live. Cool. <laughs> and it's pretty funny to read what. Fuck! <laughs> fuck! 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 <laughs> I wonder how that Krogsy's gonna come up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, Courtney, I'm here. Uh, Courtney. Oh, what's my Instagram? Courtney at no Courtney dot twelve ninety three. On Instagram. Maybe, you know, you've wanted to change that 12 because of things that happened to uh, Alamar. Maybe it should be Courtney.1993 now because, you know, COVID, huh? Right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Also, the year that the Jays won their last World Series. <laughs> no, yeah. that was 92. 93, dude. Oh, their last World Series. Yeah. I thought you said first. I don't know. How Maybe about did. Courtney, catch the taste, McCain's. Fruit punch. <laughs> it's long, I know, but you know, <laughs> spin in your face, Courtney. Hashtag get you today's. Can't. Uh huh. All right, over to uh, Arlo. Uh, I'm Arlo. You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. All right, folks. Uh, thanks again to everybody listening live. Stick around. We're doing another one in a few minutes. And uh, for all of you that are not live. 
First of all, thanks a lot. And secondly, uh, <laughs> we'll see you all in a week with part two. Bye. Fun. Bye. Bye. Well, I said I'd go get my love. I was meant to do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about Kylie. I would never get this out of my house. Maybe I would. Uh,